the college football experience week four preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Saturday morning. You know what? You guys are saying I I go first. You know what? Let's have some fun then. All right. Let's have some fun because Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on the West, noon on the East. Patty sees Baylor Bears heading to Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State. Iowa State's this line opened up. I think Baylor was a one point favorite, but now it's Iowa State minus two and a half. Patty C, what are you doing? Let me take a look at this for a second. You gotta get closer to the mic. This is how a uh, show works. Sorry, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm making I'm making beer runs over here. You're yakking and yakking, getting us paid. Uh, like, let let Patty C look at it here, and I'll just be re- real real quick. Yeah. The one nugget here that I like is that the last four years the home team has won. That's gonna be my breakdown of this game, especially with such a, a small spread. I'm going Iowa State. Off the top of my head, um, the BYU loss uh, that Baylor took in Provo, not looking so good. Beating Albany and Texas State, not that impressive. Going to Ames, difficult. 3 0 team, did beat a good Iowa team. And one of the best defenses in the country, Iowa State. Um, How about last year in Waco? Iowa State outgained Baylor by over 200 yards and lost the fucking game. Revenge Brutal. game two, yeah. perfect. Yeah, let's uh, let's roll with the clones. Yeah, give me, give me, get, look. This is the year. Everyone thought it was last year. Watch out. Everyone's talking like, and I think it's great. If you're Matt Campbell, it's great because oh, TCU is the only undefeated team in Texas. Everyone's talking Kansas Jayhawks. Everyone's talking Oklahoma. They play. They play Kansas next too. Everyone's talking K State. Before last week, so <laughs> so it, it it's going all around. It's going all around. Everyone, no one's talking about the Cyclones, and I think Matt Campbell. That's are just you, the way he likes it? it. Yeah, you liking it? No, no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> Two very no. good football teams. I feel teams. like we need to disagree a little bit more on this show. I feel like we're agreeing yeah. way too much. I, I yeah. disagree with you guys up yeah. front. What Ready? I you know catch what? shit for it? Yeah, you know, hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna hey, start talking you. shit right back at you. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's see if we change here. Cause the Buffalo bulls, they're heading into Yisplanty, Michigan. <laughs> Shout out to my Eagles. There we go. What do they say? Birds fly in any weather, Nick, even in fucking Arizona. All right. <laughs> Chris Creighton's flying right down in that fucking desert has no problem. He's pissing all over the fucking desert. All right. Uh, Eastern Michigan's laying six at home against Buffalo. You know what? You saw me play Bowling Green last week. I do think Buffalo is better than their record. 
I'm taking the six points of Buffalo. Eastern Michigan might win, but it's Chris Creighton. He plays these close ass games. Give me the six and the Buffalo Bulls on the road in yes plenty. I would say that I thought that uh, he was done doing those close games after last year, but I think he comes back to earth. I agree with you that I mean it's really tough to to bet against a dude that just kind of put it on Arizona State in the desert, you know, and then against a Buffalo team, they did keep it close against Car- Coastal Carolina. Owen three though, they lost to a FCS squad on a hail mary. It was great. It's fucking great. What's the spread on this? Six, six. I'm going Eastern Michigan. Eagles, Patty C going with the Eagles. There's NC- your disagreement, Nick. There you go. NC Nick, what are you doing here? And some some early Mac action. This should be a Tuesday or Wednesday game, you bastards. Yeah, it really, yeah. it really should. In general, with the Mac, I say take the points, but I'm not going to listen to that this time. The one thing you guys have mentioned, this is the second of a back-to-back road trip for the Buffalo Bulls playing at Coastal last week. I think it's a tough spot. I get, you know, the how where you want to fade a team that had a big upset the week before. But I'm gonna ride Eastern Michigan here. I just think they're flat out the better team. They are the better team. That's why they win by three. <laughs> 38, 35. Next up, we got a barn burner. The early morning slate is fucking awesome. The whole day yeah. slate is awesome. This is the best week of the season so far. Yeah. Early morning, 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, 12 Eastern kick. Amazing. Yeah. DJ Ukulele comes in too. Winston Salem. Where Clemson's laying seven and a half points. Against Dave Clawson and Samuel One Hartman, who barely survived the Liberty Flames. Whew. Liberty went for two. Shout out to Hugh Freeze. All right. You know he you know he tips big at the strip club because he went for two. You know that. You can read a person's <laughs> oh, personality <yeah. laughs> through that. That's right. All right. He's drawing up that plays translates. on the strippers' asses. Yeah. <laughs> and I guarantee you, he's not just leaving like a four dollars or three dollars. He's going big. If you're not chintzy on the football field, you're not gonna be chintzy he's on going the strip big, club. All right. That's a fact. Um what are you guys Patty doing C here? Isn't that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Conservative values, but uh, those go out the window in certain situations. <laughs> All right, Clemson, Wake Forest. Uh, I think you know Clemson and their slow starts could that potentially catch up to them? I mean, they were only up what thirteen to six against La Tech last week, and then it was fourteen to three versus Georgia Tech in Week One. I say probably no, because you have to go all the way back until two until two thousand eleven, the last time this game. Wake Forest versus Clemson was a one score affair. And you have to go all the way back to 2008, the last time Wake Forest won. I'm going Clemson here. You, you know what's interesting, though? Breaking this down, I, I did a pod earlier today where we were talking about this game. I was the guest on it, and I was surprised to see that Wake actually did put up 406 yards of offense on Brent Venables last year. Now, it was the, the ground attack, only 36 yards rushing. I actually don't have a problem. Like if they're putting up 406 yards of offense, yeah, you found that. success. Now the, I think the real question in this game is Brad Lambert defensively because Wake gave up 543 yards to Clemson, who was a terrible offense last year and 333 on the ground. Can Brad Lambert dial up a defense that can stop this rush attack? If so, maybe Dave Clawson gets the dub. Having said that, I'm on the Clemson Tigers because I think that D line is causing too much havoc. And I don't know that wake for, I do think maybe next year actually, cause yeah, Hartman will be a senior next year. That's then, crazy. then maybe they could, even though that's in Clemson, I don't know. I just think, I just think it, Lambert's this Playing is what his fourth game force is not like it's a major advantage. Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring your toothpaste. Uh, 
All right. Uh, <laughs> Why bring your toothpaste to Wake Forest? It's exciting. It's a sleepover. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't get that either. Um, Here's what I was Colgate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the 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 slow mesh seems like it is textbook built to get destroyed by a dominant defensive line. I thought so too <laughs> until I dove into these stats and I'm like, wait, they were eight of seventeen on third down. Now that's not it's not great, but it's not horrible. Bad. And then I'm like, uh, 406 yards total. And I'm like, what the fuck? What am I missing here? You got to figure too, that he is partially designing this playbook specifically to beat Clemson since they've dominated that division for as long as they have. I could see Clawson making adjustments too. I don't think he's a guy that's going to, he's not like, look, Mike Leach is our guy, but Leach will live and die with like, I mean, Leach went for a fourth and one at his own twenty fucking yard great. line against LSU last week. He got it too, and got it. But I, he lives and dies by his system of like we'll get the more than one yard every play. Oh, yeah, uh, and, I think. And, and also one more thing though, I mean, this game last year it was thirty-eight to thirteen after the third quarter. So I wonder how many of those yards came in the fourth quarter against a prevent defense. I can tell you, two Wake Forest touchdowns came in the fourth quarter, which was. M- Basically more than they did in the first three. So okay. that stats might be a little jaded because I, I, I think I still they got think some it, garbage yardage and garbage. Th- that's probably true, but I still think it comes down to if Lambert can dial up a defense that can limit because this Clemson offense sucks. Let's be honest. We, I watched that Louisiana Tech game. They they speaking of garbage points, they added a, the garbage points against La Tech. That was a closer game than the score you know gives off. Um, if Lambert can somehow get this defense ahead of schedule a little bit, because I think it's tough. It's his fourth game, you know, at Wake Forest. But I'm going to take Clemson. At what point? I was thinking about this last week. At what point do you go to the five star? DJ, you ain't the answer. Huh? Their well, offense they, looks like shit. I think they already yeah. should have. I think yeah. it showed yeah. in game one and jumped yeah. off the screen. Uh, this is this is what this game is. Uh, Clemson's offense is the extremely movable object. Or no, that's uh, Wake Forest's defense, and uh, Clemson's <laughs> offense is the extremely resistible force. So. <laughs> uh, what are you doing, Patty? So you taking you taking uh, uh, Tigers? We Tigers? Fucking history here. Clemson's gonna slap them. Yeah. Nowadays, a Clemson slap is like ten to seven. That's true. Right? That that hook is a. I'm getting it at seven on tally site. You're getting it at seven and a half. That's a little scarier, but I saw I'm going Clemson. I am too. Then the the real game that college game day should be at those filthy cowards those fucking cowards all right you went to Boone it was the most watched college game day in some time was it you see what happens when you go to Boone when you when you go out of the norm well we got a Final Four classic going on in Lawrence Kansas all right as the Duke Blue Devils and Riley Leonard and Mike motherfucking Elko come into Lawrence Kansas to take on Jalen Daniels and Lance Leipold. Kansas, this line's down to seven right now, man. It's down to seven. Oh, I'm sorry, folks. I'm laying the seven with Kansas. This offense is really good. And Jalen Daniels is the sophomore, and he ain't making mistakes. I think his one his lone interception on the season was a deflected pass, if memory serves me correct. This offense is flying. And I do think Mike Elko might be able to dial up something to slow it down a little bit, but there's a buzz around Lawrence. I'm telling you, Kansas is legit folks. They're here to stay offensively. I actually think they're going to be a top 10 offense when it's, when it's all said and done this season. 
Give me the Jayhawks. I'm laying the seven. I don't know. Look, I do think Mike Elko will have his team prepared, and I think even in the first half it'll be close. I just don't think they can weather that. I, I haven't seen when I look at Temple, when I look at uh, North Carolina A and T and Northwestern, I see I see three awful offenses. Yeah. I don't think they're prepared for this animal. And I don't know if you've watched the Leipold's. It's basically like the triple option. It's a lot of Jamie Chadwell waves. I feel like that they do with this with this offense. A lot of pre-snap motion that they do that really, really. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to watch how Elko. I'm interested yeah. on what they're doing because yeah. I haven't had a ton of chance to see specifically what they're doing yet. But it's going to be awesome to watch. And I, I their think level of competition has definitely been way higher than what Duke has faced. I think Kansas. I actually think it's going to be a game for like two or three quarters. I think Kansas is going to is going to uh, pull away. I'm going to lay the seven, come to the land down under and trust your boy pick Dundee and folks. If you didn't trust me before, dude, I was laughed off a fucking show for saying they could go bowling. I know we're not there yet. That was this show. <laughs> yeah. I think we, I laughed <laughs> at you <laughs> and, and other shows. <laughs> uh, anyway, what are we doing here? Folks, Patty, see what are you doing? I'm with you. Uh, although getting a different number on tally site. So I'm going Seen eight and a half one tally site. We're so. talking win bet pays us. That's We're going true. with win bet's line. Win right? bet has got it at seven flat. Seven flat right now. I'm riding Kansas on that. Uh Nick? Like as the resident Duke fan, I would love to take my Blue Devils here. Um, but not only is Kansas three and oh straight up, they're also three and oh ATS. And they're just they're coming off coming home after two very impressive road wins. And I think this crowd is actually going to come out for them. And uh, Duke is also three and oh Elko doing a great job, but they're not there yet. And also don't forget, this is could be a revenge game for Kansas because Duke actually won this game 52 33 in Durham last year. Mm. So uh, as, 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 as happy as I am with the progress of the Duke football program, not this week, guys. I think Kansas is uh, just steamrolling people right now. Let's go. We're gonna lock see. It up. Lock We're, it up. Do lock we have a triple lock? Triple lock. Oh, he's still. Pettis, he's still afraid to lock it up. Me and Nick will lock it up. The Jayhawks minus seven at home in Lawrence. Well, Nick is Mister Fade his boys. So Jalen Daniels. Have you guys seen the stats Jalen Daniels has been putting up? They've been good. No, I'm very impressed with Kansas. Very impressed with Kansas. If I wasn't as impressed with Duke as I am, I'd be more convinced. But I, I was on Duke as a money line, ten and a half point dog. At I think Northwestern. these are two actually pretty darn good teams that are playing on Saturday. I know you said that this is the most interesting game of the weekend. Yeah, that's where college game day should be. It's pathetic. All right. The question <laughs> is, I mean, yeah. the question is who has Duke beat? Because it looks like Northwestern is not that great. <laughs> It's true. So then they they beat Temple and, and North Carolina A and T. And Temple though just took who to the uh, wire Rutgers. Uh, but Rutgers, that is, that's yeah. a Northeastern classic <laughs> that, that <laughs> happened. Meanwhile, there. Kansas won on the road at WVU, WVU, and at Houston. I mean, that's 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 sure. impressive. Kansas that's just looks better right now, and you guys might be right. I'm just a little gun shy. So. He's gun shy. John, John McDevitt agrees. Lock it up, Kansas baby. Hell yeah. Let's go. What, you guys want me to do it? You guys want to peer pressure me into it? I'll do it. No, 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 no. Last sat last last that. Saturday, <laughs> I heard all this peer pressure talk. Patty C saying NC Nick peer pressured yeah, him into like it. Uh, I don't want it. What was the game? What was the game? He peer pressured me into it. Nick last week. <laughs> How'd that work out? Who's your pick? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Nick peer pressured me into the worst game I've ever uh, locked. Well, I forget what the. <laughs> what uh, was it? Oh God! I'll I'll have to pull it up. It was so bad. I think they lost by like 
forty, and they're only supposed Jacksonville to Jacksonville State Tulsa. Yeah, it was like a seven point spread. Yeah, and they I was on Tulsa. I know, but Patty sees a rich ride guy. You gave him that great peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, you're talking. And he all went that over shit. and placed that wager, and <laughs> he ate shit, and he was telling yeah, me about it true. all day. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Maryland Terrapins come into the little house, the house where you can catch every shitty school in college football play in in, in 2022 college football in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's the little house. Fuck yeah. the big house. All right. Look, they s- schedule like pussies. I got to call them out. They're the worst. All right. They, they have the worst at a. Right, look, you people want to c- give UCLA shit. Michigan canceled that series. Yeah. And UCLA still played South Alabama, who's way better than anyone on Michigan's schedule. Michigan. I don't know if you can say that's been the case for years. That is the case this year. And next year. We're, we're, next year, it's ECU, UNLV. And oh, Michigan yeah, has gone Michigan, as pussy as they can. Michigan has sold their fucking soul. Yeah. And I we, look, this is the college. Look, I know we shit on, we well, for years we shit on uh what is it? Alabama playing New Mexico State every year? Yeah. In the Chimichanga yeah. Classic? Michigan right? deserves it too. Yeah. Michigan deserves it. Michigan now, deserves all that. Yeah. Nine game conference slate, but Texas put uh uh I mean Alabama put Texas on the non-conference. Yeah. So at least they're trying to put talented teams on the slate, at least they're playing a fucking road game. I mean, Michigan's like they're hosting yeah. all three of these in in the Little House. Yeah, um, pathetic. Michigan's laying sixteen and a half currently. <laughs> Lock it up. Maryland sucks, dude. We are locked step so far. We did not talk about our picks before this, but yes, I'm locking at Michigan as well. Dude, so far I think we've we've locked up every game together well, so far. I don't like the I don't like the sound of that. I was ready. Uh, oh, anything above seventeen, I wasn't touching it. I, yeah. I I I I load up win bet currently sixteen and a half. I'm locking that up all day. I'm gonna bet that all day, right as this happens on this show. Like uh, so, Loxley's played Michigan twice while at Maryland. Both those games were in College Park. They were thirty-eight to seven and fifty-nine eighteen. My only concern is that Michigan has not challenged themselves whatsoever. Maryland so, sucks. But I, that's basically what yeah. it comes down to. Ma- so Ma- Maryland Michigan is fool's gold too. Okay. You beat, you barely beat SMU. All right. In college I park. I thought you were on Michigan. I thought on the, on the main show you picked uh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought you're on Maryland. I thought on the main show you went Maryland. No, wait for this week. No, I, that wasn't no. even covered on that show. Uh, look, I don't take Loxley when he plays in the big 10. All right. This is going to be an ass whooping. <laughs> Maryland sucks. All right, just because you played Charlotte and Buffalo and Our barely guy. beat SMU. SMU, they had that thing was tied up with like two minutes left in College Park. They're going to get their ass Noah, whooped. Our guy Noah uh, Noah Phoenix says Maryland's going to cover this, and, and he's a Michigan man. Yeah, mm. he's wrong right now. Yeah, right? He's very, <laughs> very wrong about. Yeah, this. we grew up in the area. We know about Maryland football. He, all right? he's, <laughs> he's we've been watching them on Jefferson Pilot Sports for fucking decades. All right, Patty, see you locking it up too. I'm locking it up. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. you, you know what? The, the real thing that stands out to me is uh, JJ McCarthy looks freaking awesome. You yeah, know? I mean he's lighting up the scoreboard. Granted, against terrible ass competition, but hey. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Completing passes means that the ball has to go to the right place. And he is putting it there and he's tall and he's fast as hell. And he could run. 
He's a very good quarterback. Like he's, he's got good a, looking. Yeah, sure. That too. Know, maybe, personality. maybe he's got a like a golden locks himself over there. Let's take it. Let's he's take the, it. Michigan minus 16 Michael and a half Pratt of the North over here. Triple lock, triple lock, Michigan minus 16 and a half All day, baby. D Bettis is with us. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. All right. You can't tell me Mar- uh, like Maryland might be able to move the ball a little bit late backdoor cover. Maybe. I don't know. Maryland's defense still sucks ass. All right. And yeah. I don't trust them. All right. Is Maryland's defense any better than uh, some of the teams we've seen to this point? I mean, I guess, yeah, they held Buffalo to 10 Bu- uh, Buffalo Charlotte I mean. to 21 <laughs> and uh, SMU to 27. That's okay. They're okay. But Michigan's far, far better than they are. I mean, come on, man. I mean, they should be I mean, if you're a Maryland fan, that Maryland had 15 penalties last week. If that's not coaching, I don't know what is. But also, I mean, they gave up 520 yards to SMU. Maryland only had 439. Maryland's fool's gold. They're fucking fool's gold. Three and zero, but yeah, at a conference every year. Three and zero. Look at every look at every Loxley of the year. They go three and zero at a conference, and then they get destroyed. They even got destroyed by fucking Iowa's off. And Spencer Petras looked like. Look like fucking Dave Craig against him last oh, year. Shit. All right. D Bettis <laughs> lives in DC. Maybe he doesn't know we're all from there, man. We're all from uh, yeah, the yeah. Virginia DC Maryland, Maryland basketball area, so. camp. Joe Smith dunked on Nick. That, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> you, just, you just said Spencer Petrus looked like Dave Craig. Yeah. Was that supposed to be the biggest compliment you could give yes. Spencer Petrus? That's as far as you can take That's Spetris. his ceiling. Dave Craig Dude, was fucking should, in the NFL for 20 years. He should be yeah. happy as shit to be in the same sentence as Dave yeah. Craig. Dave Come Craig on. went to Milton fucking college. That college doesn't even exist anymore. All right. What I'm saying is yeah. Dave Craig spent his entire career looking like Spencer Petrus of the NFL. No, no, no. Dave Craig in <laughs> the eighties was fucking good. He, man. he could throw the ball around. He was good in the eighties. Uh, all right. Next up, we move along to the game. We were talking about earlier, the Missouri tigers. I call this one. This one's fun because of the stakes. Missouri didn't look very good against Abilene Christian last week. Abilene Christian, shout out to the punt returner for Abilene Christian that called for a fair catch inside his own one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a great play! Missouri's catching seven on they the plane. Sure didn't look good the week before when they got blown out by Kansas State. Yeah, and Auburn's laying seven. This is uh, I'm telling you. Drinkwitz, I don't think it's as secure as, as these Missouri fans think. Oh, he landed a five star. That five star is going to be at USC next year. All right. <laughs> Fucking does, yeah. does, does the losing team fire their coach here? I, I think Drinkwitz will have the whole year, but I yeah, do think yeah, I, agree. I, I do think it gets a little unstable because I'm taking Auburn minus seven. Nick, what are you doing here? You know, when this first came out, I, I took Missouri at like plus eight and a half. I want to say, because I mean, dude, Auburn looked bad against Penn state. Like offensively, they were rough. Finley is out. He's not going to play this week. Is blessing be, uh, in disguise. Yeah. That's blessing in disguise. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know with, with two shit teams, when it's, we're talking a touchdown or more, I'm going to take the points. Mm, Patty. See, what are you doing? I think I'm with you. I would say that Auburn should be in a rebound spot. You know, you know, they'd be fired up at home. 
for this, but I don't think it matters. I don't think they're very good. Like you guys pointed out, they aren't very good, but the problem is Missouri's not very good. And to go into a hostile environment is why they lose. They do. Is lose. it going to be hostile anymore? I mean, like it's Auburn, you know, dude. Yeah, it always uh, is, right? That's what I'm saying. They could have the fans. They could have Spencer Petrus, and, and they would sell out. <laughs> what What has Missouri done to this point? Um, nothing. Not a damn thing. Yeah, they have. Uh, they're two and one. Beat Louisiana Tech. And that was Cumbie's first game. Abilene yeah, Christian. yeah. They got throttled at Kansas State. And Abilene Christian game was way closer than it should have been. I wouldn't touch this with a ten foot pole because I don't have a great feel for either team. I think they do both suck. Uh, but seven, um, I guess I'm going to take the points. He's taking the points. Can't wait to, to talk shit to you guys uh, next week. Yeah, I, I am. I want to say Patty C was uh was a heavy lean on the Auburn over six and a half. Right? Yeah. It's easy to see I a tide turn. It's easy win, to see a tide turn, but I think, uh, I think that it's going to be a close game. Because San Jose State shouldn't have been that close, and uh, I, I think you can make a case San Jose State's better than Missouri. Well, if that's the I case, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, South Florida. I can't believe that was the most frustrating game. The, they dominated the second half against Florida, outgained them, and somehow let them off the hook. They traveled to Louisville. Where uh, you know who was extremely frustrating besides South Florida, the Louisville Cardinals. Oh my God! How many pre-snap penalties can you fucking have? Why do they look like they've never played football before? Why? I cannot. The like the second play of the game, or maybe the first play. I think it was the first play of the game. Busted coverage. Florida State like an eighty-yard pass to their tight end. No one is guarding the left side of the field. I cannot root for this Louisville team. Give me South Florida plus fourteen at the shack. Despite I don't want to touch this game, I don't. I think both f- coaches should be fucking fired today. Uh you are way more down on Satterfield than I am. I think he's doing a decent job here. Let me give you an example, okay? Colby wanted uh, Pat Narduzzi fired. He swore up and down the dude. I should still get think fired. he should be fired after that Tennessee game. Okay. Well, here's what you don't understand is a, a coach that puts his team into posi- posi- position to win against a good team, right? That's 90% of the job. Sure. Maybe they don't like make the right call in that critical no, moment. All no, the no, time, no, 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 no. A coach, a coach's job, team, building the team no, no, in no. the first place. No, no, no. A coach's job is to make sure they're crisp from the start. You watch Louisville football. I see penalties everywhere. Just like I watch pet. I disagree that that's necessarily a coach's job. A coach's job is what? to field a competitive go, go team. Look at the history of fucking football. That's why Lombardi and Parcells were fucking amazing is they, would I think c- pen- yeah. penalties is like a direct, you know, that's like a direct knock at the coach. Okay. If, if you're a very highly penalized team, that, that ultimately that falls fine. Coach, but if you're a penalized team, but you throw for 600 yards in a game versus if you're a non-penalized team and you, you know, throw for 200 yards in a game, which one All would I'll you say prefer? is this? Iowa goes 10 and two every year throwing for a fucking 75 yards a game. They don't right? go 10 and two every year. They go six and six half the time. They're, no, they do they not. They are eight and four. Yeah, let's six and up. six. My ass. They are more often seven and five than they are. Anything uh, now else. you're changing that. You said six and six. Well, no, I said half the time. <laughs> I, I said, How many times has Iowa been six and six? Iowa is exactly what we know they are. They, uh, guys, the game is uh, USF and Louisville. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Wait, wait, hold on. Iowa, ready? Ten and four last year. Six and two in the COVID year. Ten and three the year before. 
nine and four the year before, Keep going back. eight and five the year before, eight and five the year before, twelve and two the year before. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, so then you have one seven and six, then eight and five. Fuck you. You are wrong. Let, let, let yeah. me pull up before that because he's been doing this what, for you fucking go- twenty years. Who? Uh, Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, I just went through. Yeah, you went through the last few years. No, that wasn't a few, buddy. I went all the way back all to. Right, let me pull up the beginning okay. of Kirk Ferentz's uh, okay. career. Then let's fucking I'm do pour this. Myself another drink. Yeah, <laughs> do that. Do that while I shit yeah. on Colby. Yeah. Here's the beginning of Kurt Ferentz's yes. career. One and ten. Three and nine. Hold on, hold on. But he took over a three and eight team. Okay. 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 A couple good years. Three and nine. Seven and five. Eleven and two. Ten and three. Ten and two. <laughs> okay. But then listen up. Three seven and five. Years. Six and seven. Six and six. Nine and four. Eleven and two. Eight and five. Seven and six. Four and eight. Eight and five. So seven how and six. many times have they been six and six or seven and six? Only like four times out of twenty years. Okay. Uh, what I'm saying is this is not some elite team. If you how many? I would like to see. Uh, who, who, who throws the ball all over the field really well? Like Mike Leach, is he necessarily the least penalized coach in football? I still think he's very good I at, don't at not have being penalized. The penalized yeah. statistics. Willie Taggart's number one every year. I would rather have a coach. <laughs> hey, Willie hey, Taggart's number one every year. You know, you know what the other thing that how do he do at Florida State? Uh, how do you do at Oregon? You, you know, what uh, when he, what, uh, what's his name brings to the table is great uh, defense. Okay. Who? Uh, Ferentz. And no, that's great not necess- special teams and the fact they never hurt themselves. Okay, I, hurting I, yourselves is a result of penalties. Yes, I agree that that's a portion of the game, but I, I bet you can find a bunch of uh, coaches that have been not that penalized that also suck ass. I don't think that's the extent of the coach's job. I think the coach's job is to put uh, a product on the field that is capable of a moving the ball and b keeping the other team. From I, moving I the ball. completely disagree right, with your well, take. I say we look up the stats as we go. Yes, moving forward. And, and they looked unprepared, and there's a reason why right. he'll be jobless uh, so very soon. So moving on, I, I love the old Big East matchup here. You know, uh, is is Matt Grossi what, for, for one year where they were like Big East for like three years? <laughs> great, great rivalry here. I'm, I think I'm taking Louisville here, but if it's at 14, I'm going Louisville. Anything above 14, I'm staying away. But I think Louisville is just clearly the, the better team. They're at home. They want to bounce back from that FSU loss. So give me the Cardinals. Nobody. No, 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 no. I don't, I mean, I don't have a good feel in this game. Both teams suck. Both teams, both Recency teams suck. bias yeah. on South Florida. And I think Florida may be not the team. Louisville, you mean, right? Uh, no, I'm saying I think uh, South Florida keeping it close against Florida is not, uh, is not, um, maybe that as impressive as we think it Colby's is. Colby's jaded because he was on Louisville last week. That's no, they just suck. Even that UCF to. game wasn't Louisville winning it, it was UCF losing it, in my opinion. And then Robert and I and Syracuse, you know, they only beat him 31 seven. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm on the card. That, that Louisville defensive line owned that game. That's why they won the game. No, it was because Gus Malzahn couldn't do adjustments and, and they adapted after at halftime, they should have kept running rice Plumley. They should have just found more creative ways to run him because he is not a passing quarterback and they tried to make but him a passing quarterback. The individual matchups up front the Louisville D line was, was beating the UCF offensive line True. time in and time out. True. Um, but still, I still felt, felt like that was when I watched it, I said, man, he's trying to drop back and pass with this fucking guy and it ain't going to work. <laughs> um, I'm not going to let this go. All right. You pulled up that nice little run here, right? A 12 year stretch from 2005 to 2017. Basically the majority of Kirk Ferentz's career. But he's been there 20 fucking he years. He didn't win more than eight games in the regular season, except twice during that 10 year stretch. Okay. That's I'm, I'm that's sci- the guy if you're there I, 20 years and you've only listed four or five, six or seven win seasons, 
That means one every five fucking seasons. Well, he's he's got some six and six. He's got some four and eights. His first couple got, of years. No, I mean, how many on, winning seasons has he put together? He, he puts that together program? winning seasons, but that's what a seven and five season is. It's a winning season. No, but you said six and six. All right. Well, I, I never argued fucking time seven and five. Six and yeah. six. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, how you doing, folks? Welcome to the college football experience. <laughs> I get so <laughs> sick and tired of this. Yeah, we'll see what Scott Satterfield's fucking working at fucking Vaughn's hey, fucking uh, a year from now this week. Okay? And when Louisville beats them by more than two touchdowns, oh, I don't feel good. I'll I said I don't shit. feel good about this game from the start. I said, "Give me South Florida the points." Both coaches suck, and they shouldn't be employed. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, how you doing there, NC Nick? I'm doing all right, man. I got some bourbon here, so I'm chilling. <laughs> Nick wanted us to disagree. Yeah, yeah you want your disagreements? He's sitting there trying to be fucking neutral, Nancy over there. Watch right? out what you ask for. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll watch out what we ask for because we got the Iron Skillet Classic SMU TCU first meeting was back in 1915. Uh, TCU is the only undefeated team in Texas. Kind of kind of nonsense, but I mean they played Colorado and like. Uh, who's the fucking new school to the FCS that I'm drawing a blank Tarleton. on? Tarleton, yes. Um, but here they go. Here, here they go, taking on, taking on uh, the Mustangs. This is a personal game. I look, paying attention to Twitter and all those SMU fans, they were not very, very fond of the Sunny Dykes move to TCU. And uh, it is, I, I, I just have a lot of fun watching the, the Twitter channel for college football of the SMU fans shit on TCU all year, uh, all off season talking about it being a, uh, a downgrade, the move from SMU to TCU. And that's why this game is awesome. The iron skillet classic, this game, the line currently sitting at TCU minus two and a half. I think I'm on TCU minus the two and a half. Cause I think they both know each other. Well, Lashley was the OC for Dykes. I think the, the more talented roster is with the horn frogs. I'm sure SMU is going to have some NIL collective where every person that's on the roster, if they win this game, will get like a thousand dollars, but I'm still taking TCU minus two and a half. Nick, what are you doing? I'm going the other side. I didn't know where to go on this one. It's tough, but TCU is coming off a early buy. I, I'm not even sure if that's a benefit or not. Um, SMU is, is more tested at this point. I mean, who, who is TCU? What do we know about TCU? What they beat Colorado 38, 13. That's not even that impressive. And then they beat Tarleton, <laughs> uh, you know, SMU, a, a tough road matchup at Maryland, even though Maryland sucks in big 10 play, they're actually decent against the you know, G five schools. I'm going to go to the home team, getting a couple points. I'm going to go SMU. They had the more explosive offense. I don't feel great about this game whatsoever, but give me the Mustangs. Patty, see what are you doing? Uh, I don't think the uh, road trip across town is going to be too tough on TCU. I think they've proven a little more throttling a power five team and a Tarleton state team. That is two and one with their only loss, obviously being to TCU. Meanwhile, SMU just getting their shit pushed in by Maryland is Colorado a power five team. <laughs> they didn't get their shit pushed in by Maryland. I mean, yeah, was, that was they, a close game. It was tied up, up with like a, a minute left. Yeah. True. And the, I'll, I'll admit this, the win over North Texas. Uh, they they beat the shit out of them. That's pretty impressive. UNLV just whooped North Texas by forty though last week. Um, North Texas forty. Hello, shout out to uh, there you go. Who's in that? North Dallas forty. North Dallas yeah. forty. That's what it is. Um, um, Nick Nolte. Nice. I'm on TCU. Uh, moving along, Bowling Green travels down to Starkville. My Bowling Green Falcons. Shout out to the Bowling Green Falcons. They're catching twenty nine and a half in Stark Vegas. 
Give me the points, although I don't like it. Give me a uh, forty-two to fourteen final. BG gets the cover. Nick. Well, one of the most disappointing performances was uh, Mississippi State. They LSU had that shit week. fucking won for three Outscored quarters. Twenty-one nothing in the fourth quarter. That fumble. That fumble inside his own ten changed the momentum of that game. Here's what I'll say. Okay, Mike Leach did what he had to do. I think, did they outgain LSU or uh, I got to pull that up, pull that up. I yeah. feel like they were like the, the more impressive team throughout the game. You could call that a special teams mistake. Uh, uh, that is something t- that you would typically refer to as a special teams mistake. I'm, I'm off to punt. Mike Leach is still a great coach because of the offense he generates, but that game was lost because of that. I just think in Baton Rouge, it's a horse of another, like you get momentum. I've been to that stadium. You get, you get momentum going at that stadium. You, no one's winning. No one's this is winning. a nice bounce back spot. Yeah, for Mississippi, for Mississippi State. I'll, I'll lay the points. I think they win big time, like like forty five to three or something. Mississippi State had four hundred eighty six yards of offense. LSU had three forty three. And get this, Mississippi State doubled them up on the ground, and they lost. LSU only ran for sixty three yards. Yeah, I think Leach is pissed. I think his team is gonna. They can't wait to get back out on the field, and they're gonna take it out on poor Bowling Green. I I've just been, you know, Bowling Green has been okay. They looked better against UCLA than that score indicates. Granted, losing to Eastern Kentucky is not that good. The Colonels, baby. But they did just beat Marshall. I think what I'm I'm saying, what are you seeing on the spread? Uh 30. They're catching 30. Thir- 29 and a half. 29, 29 and a half. half. That's too many. Yeah. I'm going bowling green. Uh Central Michigan travels to State College, Pennsylvania. They're catching 28. Fire up chips against Nicholas Singleton and the Nittany Lions. I was all over the place on this one. I ended up laying the points. If it's higher than 28, I'm going CMU. Um, but right now at 28, give me Penn State. Nick. I'm with you. I'm gonna lay the I'm gonna lay a big number again. I mean, Central Michigan is decent. We saw them kind of backdoored against uh, Oklahoma state in, in, in that was week zero, I think. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna go Penn state here. Um, Patty C I think just their ability to keep it close against decent teams, even if it does come back door style, uh, which is our favorite way to do it. Um, <laughs> look, I think two fourteen point spreads with you guys <laughs> with each other. <laughs> Hello. Let's delete that portion. Right <laughs> Uh, spending too much time in West Hollywood, folks. Um, we are. I'm going Central Michigan. Backdoor it up. Woo. Uh, okay, he's going with the chips. The Golden Flashes. The Golden Flashes are heading to between the hedges, where the Georgia Bulldogs look like fucking Ivan Drago. Uh, George is laying 45 and a half. I'm laying the 45. And right now, dude. It is an NFL team going up. I mean, making South Carolina look like. Do you see like Brock Bowers just like running circles? Ooh, man, dude, he looked like fuck. It, it looked like you were watching. I don't know. It just looked like like that was a a grown man, and everyone else is children. Yeah, it's just that was just okay. I'm in. I'm in. They've I'll outs- lay the points. <laughs> outscored their opponents uh, 130, 130, I guess it is to uh, ten on the year. Mm. And that's mm. including Oregon, who just destroyed BYU. And here's the thing about that Georgia offense: it's not like an offense that's completely like four vertical, just like and the other team hasn't been able to cover. It's like no, 
They do everything really, really well. And that's going to hold up throughout the course of the year. Uh, Kent state. Meanwhile, one and two with a win over LIU. I think I'll lay the points too. Yeah. Um, Rhode Island is catching 34 at Pitt. I'm not betting against Georgia either. Georgia. Oh, oh. I thought you took that. I thought you already <laughs> agreed with me. Um, but Rhode Island's catching 34 points against Pitt. Any chance uh Kasim Hill, the former Maryland quarterback comes into what do they call it? It's not fucking Heinz stadium. I don't know what it is. All right. It's In, yeah, um, yeah, sure. yeah, some yeah. stupid acupuncture stadium. <laughs> and uh, uh, they're getting 34. I struggled with this because Pitt's quarterback situation. I started to take Rhode Island and then I thought, man, they're going to get killed on the line of scrimmage. I ended up taking Pitt. I might, this might be a Rhode Island pick by the time Saturday is going on. I need to learn more about this. I know Pitt has got the injury bug. So gun to my head. Give me Pitt minus 34. Nick. I took the points. I think you're right. I think since they are kind of banged up, I think, you know, they're going to rest a lot of players. They start ACC play next week, even though it's against Georgia tech. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Pitt has this kind of way of, of, you know, sleepwalking through some of these easy games. So give me Rhode Island in the points. Uh, too many points. Uh, yeah, I'm going, I'm with you. Rhode Island. Uh, folks, we have a classic, a Patty C Northeast classic happening next. As the UMass Minutemen travel down to the link to take on the Temple Owls, who, <laughs> who, who made me look like a fucking fool last week because Kurt Warner's son, <laughs> Cade Warner, who's a freshman, EJ Warner, this kid, thirty-three of fifty-one, three eighty-eight, completing sixty-five percent of his passes for almost eight yards of completion, three touchdowns, one interception. Relax, relax. You know what? Stan Drayton, I don't know a goddamn thing about you before this season. All right, I was uh, your running backs coach at Texas. Bijan Robinson's good. Okay, you got me. You got my attention, right? Uh, I'm buying into what uh, Temple has going. I will lay the points with the Owls. Although I was I was on the money line. UMass was a dog against Stony Brook, and that hit. Fuck, it's at nine and a half right now. I'm still taking Temple. No, I'm not. Give me UMass plus the points. Temple wins seventeen to nine. This this UMass team has lost to Tulane, who's decent by thirty two, <laughs> and to Toledo by forty five. We think that uh, that Temple, who who just showed out against uh, Rutgers last week, isn't going to beat <laughs> the them. By problem, the problem is, is ten I, at I, home. I don't know how good Rutgers is. That's true. That's true. Them beating uh, Boston College isn't as yeah, impressive. Yeah, it's true. Northeast football sucks. Okay. <laughs> it's not back. Hey, Temple's Temple's uh showing some signs of life. I, I don't know. I this is a really hard game to forecast. Give me the points. Nick, what are you doing? That was my thought process exactly. Yes, uh, I'm gonna re- remember that clip, Patty C. Northeast football does suck. It isn't back. And <laughs> when there's two bad teams, you take the points. It does not suck. The Holy Cross Crusaders one and zero against the FBS, baby. Matt Sluka, <laughs> Matt Sluka, baby, and Syracuse three and zero. Fuck you guys. All right, touche. They're gonna win not the to, ACC. Not to interject, but do you have to uh, break this up for uh, two different pods here? I do. I do. That's covered, buddy. All right. Well, look. Let me tell you, folks out there, that. The college football experience is brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic 
Fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick up contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250K in cash. Wow. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for corrected picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills against the house. You can win 20 times the amount you enter if you hit all your picks. What are you doing, folks? Hop in. It's not just NFL, it's NBA, it's MLB, it's PGA, it's MMA, it's NASCAR. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by promoguide.us. Promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. Yes, they don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on the constantly changing promotions that are happening. Uh, if, if you are not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. Uh, so go to promoguide.us and check out their hundred percent track, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguide.us. We're also brought to you by sleeper sleepers, the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of different players. Uh, look, you probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. It is a game changing product. Unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on sleeper by playing their brand new over under game, which me and NC Nick have been dropping episodes about this. You got to check it out. You basically select the over or under on two or more players and you on their stat projection. And if you hit, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. So right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's promo code SGP. Once again, sleeper.com slash SGP, you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details.